Welcome to the Change Africa podcast, where we bring you stories of inspiring individuals and top leaders leading Africa's transformation. I'm your host, Isaac Kojurenu Abwa, and together with my co-host, Daniel Merki, we'll be exploring diverse perspectives, challenges, and opportunities for growth and development on the continent every week. Each episode, we delve into a different aspect of African life, featuring knowledgeable and engaging guests who provide unique insights and a fresh perspective on the issues affecting the continent across a wide range of topics from economics to culture and social issues. So whether you're already well-versed in African affairs or you're just starting to explore this fascinating and complex part of the world, the Change Africa podcast is an excellent resource for you. Sit back and enjoy another thought-provoking discussion that will inform and challenge you to expand your understanding of Africa. Hello, everyone. You're welcome to the Change Africa podcast. My name is Isaac Kujirinuabua, and this is a special episode of the podcast for the conclusion of season four of Change Africa. Um, it's been an amazing journey having an exciting list of guests who are really trailblazing across different fields. And upon reflection, we thought it would be great to have this review episode to conclude on the season to reflect on what we learned, share some of our great and not so great moments, and maybe tease upon some of the things that are going to be happening in the next season, which is exciting for us. But this season is very special because it is our, maybe you're going to talk about that later, but it's our biggest season in terms of numbers. And this review is also very special because for the first time ever, we're bringing a guest to the episode of any of the Change Africa podcasts. I mean, a guest who is a listener. So today I have myself, Isaac, and I have my co-host, Daniel. And then I also have Brigitte Perini, who is an amazing super. I guess she gets the title of super guest of the Change Africa podcast. And so you're welcome, Brigitte. Um Obviously, welcome, Daniel. What I want to start off is what each one actually does, because the podcast is not a full-time job. Um, for the people that listen to us, who've listened to us across the four seasons we've done, Daniel, do you want to tell us what you actually do if you're not recording podcasts? Yeah. I mean, I'm working very hard so that one day I'll also be invited as a guest to the Change Africa podcast. So... And because you don't qualify, trust me, you don't qualify. No, no, I don't. We had great guests, so I'm working hard. Um, I mean, maybe I'll start what like when we started or when I joined, I was still in Nigeria. So basically, I had a contract with the German Economic Ministry advising on innovation and startups in Nigeria, and I was placed at the German Chamber representation in Lagos. And now since the last quarter of last year, I'm back in Ghana. And in Ghana, I also, again, have kind of a similar contract. But this time I'm sitting at the Ghana Investment Promotion Center advising on diaspora investment. So at least that's my day job. That's what feeds me for now. And then I have another entrepreneurial passion, and that's called Box Play Ventures. So I'm trying to build a venture builder based in Accra. So maybe... To just say it short, we are trying to build startups, scale-ups 
out of Ghana for the African or Sub-Saharan uh, region and doing that together with Ghanaian entrepreneurs. So started that kind of as an angel investor and kind of trying to move towards formalizing that. And um, Brigitte, our super fan, are you excited to tell us about what you do too? Because Brigitte is also a star on her own, by the way. Most of our fans are stars. Like our one of the things about the Change Our Ever podcast is that we have we have a we have a couple of high profile people that listen to us, and so we're very proud of that. I am not part of the whole high profile people he's talking about. And like Daniel, I'm also working really hard to become a guest one day. But for now, I'm just really excited um, to be a listener, super listener. And um, what do I do? I I'm restructuring my my life. They say you know we do that every seven years. So I'm reinventing, evolving, and creating. After listening to Blessing on this um, the Change Africa podcast, I'm taking my branding very seriously, doing a couple of the things that she spoke about. So with that being said, I'm working on my for the first time putting together a website. The copy was very, very important for me, so I'm doing that. I say I'm on a sabbatical, but I feel like I am a fake person. I mean, it's, it's like I'm not the, the <laughs> those people who are really, I'm just saying it, but I'm taking some time um, off to re-strategize and rethink about the work I do. And so now I can say that I'm a documentary story finder, um, producer, and an advocate, um, working for and working with individuals as well as nonprofit organizations and humanitarian organizations. I am basically about to disrupt the humanitarian and nonprofit organization storytelling space. Exciting. By the way, if you're wondering what Brigitte was talking about when he she mentioned Blessing, Blessing was a guest on the Chain Africa podcast, season two, episode eighteen, where Blessing talked about branding, tech for good and communication with Pepper. So she listened to it like most people do. And she's taking some notes from there. So I, I love that that's what the podcast has become, become a place for. Isaac, who's the guy speaking now, is also building a startup. Um, I used to work in, I also used to work in a nonprofit space. I've helped build a couple of startups for some people. Recently as a program manager, I have done climate consulting. Um, but I'm very passionate about building startups. I think that's what I want to do for life. Um, so for a couple of months now, um, we're building a product that's going to be launched hopefully in October. We're working at the intersection of commerce, you know, and fintech. Um, but we're trying to build a business-to-business solution for people in the consumer goods industry. That's really not being built and tackled. Um, there's been a lot of hype in the consumer goods industry for the past five to seven years and in the tech space in Africa. But where we think that there's a gap is in companies that are manufacturers, importers, large distributors that need software to scale the operations, run your optimize the operations efficiently, and there's not. That's what we're trying to build. More about that later. But I'm a tech founder, um, bootstrapping tech founder, investors bring me money. Um and uh and I love I love the podcast. And so this is something that we try to do consistently. Let's start from the top moments of the podcast. Best episode. And and again, this is not to, you know, kind of rank what the episodes are in some 
order, but just generally to get our perspective of what we thought was an exciting moment or episode in the in the season of the podcast. I was still thinking because, of, as usual, there are quite a few moments. I mean, we started it with the first episode, Lucy Quits. I think as a whole episode, I really loved the episode. And I mean, Change Africa podcast, and she's doing the bold new normal. So it kind of, there was a lot of alignment in terms of what we stand for. So I think that made it kind of natural. But I also loved how a lot of them were talking about the industry and you could see how people are trying to really mastermind something on the continent. So I would refer to Danny Dama, for instance. I mean, Paul Ninsen also goes a little bit into this. What I liked about Paul Ninsen, I think that's a good moment, was when you were referring to how he started with the camera. And you could, I think he just got into the flow and you could see like his passion, like thinking back of how he started. And side of that there is a lot of there is a lot of those moments but i think those three are the ones that just came to mind excellent I, what i will say to that is something that i was going to say later that i was just pinning here because it just suits the team is that for me i think a writing theme of this season was that we found that there were people who were masterminding africa's change and industries change right like almost everybody in the had this grand vision of trying to change this specific industry they were working and they were working at it. You know, they were not just saying it, but they had a history of record of or track record of working there and they had a plan and they were actively working on the plan. Most of them have not seen the plan to fruition, right? They've not seen the plan to fruition, but there was evidence that they are working towards this grand vision. And I think that's very inspiring for the future of art. Brigitte, what do you think? I agree with both of you, and that's what really drew me into the podcast, you know, and because someone who is working on that path, you know, wondering how to go about it, we we know that we want a better Africa, a different Africa. How, what are people doing, uh, you know, individuals doing or thinking on that, on that perspective? What are people doing? What lessons can we, some of us who may be a little lost, what, what lessons can we pick from those who may have a, a better path, a clearer path? And so for me, I really did love the theme that that, that um, underlining theme of, you know, um, the way forward for Africa and what individuals are doing. And again, like masterminding their given fields and, and their um profession and their focus so I definitely agree with that and I would say that's what really brought me into the the podcast excellent but you still didn't tell us what your favorite moment is when I heard Lucy spoke about prosperity and the the moment I heard the word prosperity my mind went to my approach to ethical storytelling dignified storytelling as a way of, you know, the way we tell it is how people would prosper the people whose stories we are guiding and leading and telling. Stories are very powerful and the way to tell a story can make or break. So when we, when I heard prosperity, I was like, yes, that's what I'm looking for. I want to tell stories where people see themselves in a better light, in a different light, in, in an empowered and impactful, you know, posture in a way you know so 
I, I immediately saw that. And so for me, that was a moment. That was it for me. That was it for me. And um, that was the driving, um, the leading into other episodes. But yes, that was my moment. In a car, in an Uber. For me, as like, generally speaking, I'm always on the hunt of those insights. And you sometimes have those light bulb moments, like the way Brigitte described it previously. But um, I mean, this this season, I would say I have two like light bulb moments types. So there's the type of like an insight that somebody personally has. And then there is the insight in like information you didn't know. And it's like kind of mind blowing, for instance. Um, I think with Danny Dama, when when I realized how the film industry can, could be a driver for for employment, basically, and how multifaceted it is, and I think every time we spoke about industry, that kind kind of came up. When you went to Marie's phone as well, again, like what are the types of employment, like the kind of jobs we need to build an industry. Same with Adi. When she spoke about it from, yeah, from the makeup artist, everything that is involved. And I think that was kind of, for me, um, yeah, kind of a light bulb moment from the industry building perspective to realize how broad it is and that there is far more that meets the minds. Because yes, you might think about your industry and you see certain potentials, but then you really start to see, like I think Danny mentioned with East of No Nation, I can't remember exactly how much that uh, employment they created just from that one movie that was really, um, yeah, blew blew my mind. Because And then um, I think that is definitely something that I would highlight. And then uh, let me think of another, yeah. Another one is maybe kind of even in my small corner where you want to drive change, then when you speak to some of these people that have done it on a larger scale, I'm thinking of it this when we were uh, speaking about Lucy and I was trying to carefully frame a question. And I think it was something with, um, in terms of maybe the ambition that we should have, that sometimes I have the feeling that it should not be the ambition to be as to reach where others are, like from a continental perspective, but we need to out-innovate, out-perform. And Lucy's response was so casual that I could clearly see for her, this is not even a question, it's a given. And then sometimes uh, just to realize maybe the audacity, the boldness of, or, of visions that people have. I think that's another insight that a lot of these uh, change makers have very different stories. But then when it comes towards affecting that change, there is a lot of similarities there. So just to take that up, I think that was another um, insight that that I got from this season, amongst many others. Now, Brigitte, please, what do you think is your highlights for the season in terms of, you know, uh, insight? So I feel like if anybody is going to like go on my LinkedIn after listening to this, they will like see the evidence. But um, to be honest, I was really, really impacted and moved by Lucy's conversation so deeply that I bought the book. I finished the book and I'm going to the conference. That's how much. (laughs) 
that's how much this was um, also a shout out to Lisa Chris and um Lisa Chris, you, you owe us some of the money for the book. You know, <laughs> by the way. So <laughs> um because as I listened to the podcast and I think I'm going to listen to it again and subsequently I've been taking um ethical storytelling um classes why I mentioned that is her the conversation about prosperity the conversation about individual um role in in um moving Africa forward and the future that um the board new normal like how we're going to create the Africa we all would love to live in, right? And so I'm like, okay, so what's my part? What part am I going to play in my industry, in my my personal life to do that? And for me, um, having international relations and human rights, uh, educational background and de- international development background and coming into um, documentary space, I've always wondered, is this, is it possible to pair the two? And for me, after listening to her, I, it's definitely possible because I'm able, from listening to the, the podcast, I'm able to actualize and, and, and conceive and think through on the fact that the way in which we tell stories, the way we portray um, people in development, you know, um, in project communi- communities where projects are launched, in humanitarian and nonprofit organizations, um, the way we portray people in those stories play will play a major role on community development, community prosperity, and individual prosperity. And for me, that's a big moment, and that's a huge thing for me because I've always wondered if it's possible to take such an approach to storytelling because it's not a, an approach that is it's well known yet. Um, it's an approach that is being developed, you know, ethical storytelling, dignified storytelling. And I'm a people person. I'm a people person. And storytelling is very personal and professional um, for me. So I'm, I, I want to advocate and stand in the gap for the people in the communities when I'm, t- I'm telling these stories because I, the, my goal is their future. I see them prospering, you know, pros- prospering in their future and see them driving change in their communities. I see them b- wanting more from life than what the situation that they are in. And so for me, I, I know it's pro- I'm probably going overboard, but that's okay. That's how much impact the, the, the episode um, had on me. And so... I really am looking forward to um, going to the conference, and I owe that to the the, the you know the Change Africa podcast, hundred percent. That's great. That's really great. And I mean, what you're pointing at in terms of it's like for me, even when when I started the podcast, yeah, you put you put down some things that you want to achieve. Okay, the new African narrative, the importance of role models, and everything. But the more you do it the more you realize that you actually underestimate the importance. And for me, I'm half Ghanaian, half Swiss. I mainly grew up in Switzerland. And when I came to Ghana, I had some periods where I was struggling, struggling to adjust, struggling with business, a lot of challenges. And now in retrospect, when I look at a lot of the, 
a lot of the positivity, the confidence that I'll be able to go through that path is based on stories I've read. Unfortunately, predominantly not African stories, but still it's like you realize it becomes a normal. Like you don't question whether it is possible to go through this or achieve this. And the more you go, the more you see that if that is not given, if you don't have that representation, if you cannot hear your kind of stories, then you will lack that confidence at that moment. And somebody who has experienced it will probably not realize and not understand. But that's why it is, of course, important as we, as a continent and as nations to have these kind of stories. But then also on a more individual level, it's like, yes, because we have a, we have great diversity when you look at our guests for all seasons, especially this season, and you see the stories of female. I can think of the conversation we had with uh, Anita Erskine, where she's referring to, uh, yes, her deciding, let's say, to keep working while during pregnancy till quite late, still traveling around, and how she was kind of put into a box where she's, of course, she makes it clear that it's perfectly fine for women to take that decision, but then it shouldn't be that others put that limitation on to you. And I think that is an example how it works with so many of these things where someone is listening maybe and hears a Paul Ninson and how he starts and then realizes that, no, the circumstances where you started from are not a limitation. It's like and that you bring something to the table. You have your own perspective. You have viewpoints. You have understandings of settings and contexts that others do actually not have. And for me, it's like it's a super, super great learning curve to more and more realize it be more conscious about it and um yeah to the extent that i introduce myself i never i'm very conscious for instance i introduce myself as Ghanaian swiss i grew up as it's like i'm changing things because and i gradually can see more and more things where it's like that understanding is coming that not just from the important side just also from a pure relevance and reality truth perspective what the change africa podcast is doing um, has started and is continues um, doing is giving us um, a reference point, right? Um, I was talking with a friend of mine, Isaac. His name is also Isaac. Isaac Newton, I want to say three, four years ago, about having stories, having, creating our own, you know, Steve Jobs or Mike Zuckerberg on the continent where we don't have to look outside to get a role model. We don't have to look outside to have to to have a reference point that would inspire and encourage us to keep going. And and that's what the, the podcast is doing. It's creating a database of these amazing people, you know, who whom we can e- we can easily relate to them. They don't come across as so you know so distant. We can relate to them. We can um, learn from them. And for me, that's big because I've spoken about it before and now I have a podcast I can readily go to to get that, to have that um, example and to have that um, information from one, you know, a role model. So I really love that. And one of the things that I, another thing I picked up from Lucy Quest is the fact that when she was speaking, she had the how the ref the examples she was given were on the continent. I really took notice of that. 
she was giving examples of um, other African countries, whereas before or in other conversations, people give examples and leave the continent and go outside and say, oh, well, in France or in England. But now we are listening to a podcast or we have information where someone, somebody's giving us reference points of different, of other African countries on the continent. So it's, it's a huge thing for me, and I know it, it is for many other people. On that note of reference points, I think it's, it's important that we highlight someone like um, Ashley. And this is what I like about the diversity of the podcast, especially this season. Ashley Momon Patio is one of the best athletes on the continent, and she's definitely one of the best um, at cycling worldwide. And her very unlikely path to cycling, the age she started at, the struggle she had to go through, and then what she's doing with the success that she has and is continuing to have is very inspiring. You know, creating the Rocco Callback Collective, which is basically trying to inspire the next generation of women athletes and cyclists. I think that's also what is very important that for most of the people that come from the continent and from the places where we come from, they are concerned and motivated to not just succeed, but also pay it forward in different avenues. Like Luciquiz doesn't have to ride this bull, doesn't have to do this conference. Um, Anita Eskin doesn't have to take on the mentors that she's always taking. But these individuals feel the need to do that. Like Daniel Damar, Idris Elba, they're working together to make sure that they are building a school. It is great that they succeed, but it's also great that they are thinking around how to make sure that they pay forward their success and multiply the effect that they have. And I think that's very, very crucial. And that is very inspiring for me to hear consistently on the podcast that there are people who are succeeding that don't have to do anything beyond their own individual success, but they are going beyond the frame of their success to make sure that other people too are being led in the way to their own success. And that's how we create the multiplier effect that makes the continent of success in, uh, in the grand, you know, the grand success that we are looking at hopefully in the future. But I think that is, that is something that I like about a podcast, but to also zero in something that um, Brigitte just said, I am also, and I think Daniel, I am also becoming very conscious of everything I say, right? You can't just say anything about the podcast, on the podcast, can't just say anything even outside of the podcast. It brings you a new social consciousness, new social African consciousness, um, and it, it lets you put the continent first. And I think that's what we want to do. We, we want to create this compendium where people come to... Um, get insights on the African continent, different industries, but we also want to create a deep passion and love for the continent. And I think gradually it's working even for us as, as, um, as creators of the show. Yeah. I mean, I was saying what you just said also, to me also brings something else to mind in this, in the, when you look at these people, you ask yourself some of them, what if you had encountered them, let's say five, 10 years earlier? And for me, sometimes it's like, like I look different even at some of the talents we have because we we all know we have the talents. But then how does that look like before the exposure? And it looks very different. Sometimes it's hard to spot. And then when you see, yeah, you see them now, some of them on the podcast at, yeah, in their prime or getting to their prime and you see how they're talking, the confidence, the masterminding we are referring to. But when 
how would you have encountered that person before? And I think we have all of, like, we have the future, Danny Damas, Paul Ninsus, Lucy Squiz walking around. And it also gives me kind of a different empathy level when I meet people that have the ambition to do that change. Whereas maybe previously I would have sometimes, like, you come with the judgment, oh, but you don't, you're not even able to do this or you don't know this, you don't have this skill. But you realize, no, it's actually, a, it's the mindset, it's the ambition you need to drive towards that. And in a, in a nice way, we with the Change Africa podcast are sharing the stories and also giving inspiration to that next level of change maker and kind of the audacity required to be that ambitious in certain situations. Personally, I think for me, the podcast is more stressful than people know it is stressful to do. And we do it as a labor of love. Now we don't have any funding. Also, shout outs to everyone who listens to us and wants to get in touch with us to give us some support. We will be very appreciative. In fact, we'll talk about this later, but one of the things we are trying to do in the next season is trying to find avenues for partnerships, collaboration, and funding. But if you're listening to us and you believe in the vision, this is the time for us to start engaging on that. But one episode, which I will not talk about, gave us some headache because, unfortunately, the guests um, lost their their recording, the, 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 the Audacity recording. So one of the things that we do is that we use Audacity, which is a voice recording platform, and we allow both ourselves and the guests to record via Audacity so we can get high-quality recording for you, the audience. And the guests did Audacity, recorded everything, and then lost it afterwards. So we had to use the Google Meet recording, which is quite terrible. And we had to, you know, do a lot of work post-editing work, post-production work to make sure that it comes out good. And it, it did come out okay. But that meant around eight to nine hours of editing, by the way. Because it, it meant listening again and listening again, editing and editing and editing. So that was fun. That was quite fun. I mean, as you described, there is far more work behind the scenes than one thinks of. And it's also, in our case, it's like a somewhat organically grown team that um yeah, it really takes more than meets than meets the eye. And also there for us, we are not I mean, we are not from the industry. So there is a learning curve on multiple fronts. There's the marketing aspect, there's knowing how to reach out to, to the right people to propel us to the next level. Um there is, as you mentioned, the sound engineering aspect. And there is also things that like you start and it just works. And you don't, don't realize that there is more to it because maybe you got you got a bit lucky around and it's it's there is no issue on that front. And as you progress, you now realize like no, you, it's not. You have to control circumstances to get the same result, and then now you have to keep going to that and also um, learn more about that. And even for what we stand, I mean, say Change Africa podcast, but we want other podcasts. To be there we want to be a platform we want african voices to be heard and there is a way to go about that and there is another thing where you now you realize it's a vision thing so maybe this we are africans it doesn't mean we have the same exact vision so there's the part where discussions behind the scenes for instance what does it mean what is the change we want it's like is this guy african um is it impacting africa the way we want yeah i mean there's there's um 
there's so many things to think about and to realize the yeah the importance and of course also the importance of being allowed to have different different views and visions. That it's like it doesn't mean that I if you are African you should think in a particular way. There is different viewpoints and perspectives and a lot of diversity as we know that comes to the table. Anyway, one of the things that people don't appreciate about the podcast is the amount of thinking that goes behind the scene. Like the thematic philosophical thinking on who becomes a guest or not. We we argue with that with a lot of love and passion though. Um, who becomes a guest who doesn't become a guest? Because it's quite important to us, right? We feel like we are building this platform that needs to have this reputation. And so sometimes it's just not even about the numbers. Like the person's numbers on social media doesn't count. We, we, we have to align with the person's story, right? And we need to do all these research on the person and make sure that, okay, this person is a right fit. If it's not a right fit, it can be whoever. It's just not a right fit and we, we wouldn't. And Sometimes we get even people who want us, who want to come on a podcast, and we have to decline because to, we don't think they are a good fit. And we are a small podcast still, but we we need to maintain that um, vision, and we need to maintain that alignment. And so it's quite important to us in that regard. Uh, but also talking about behind the scenes, obviously we have to shout out to the amazing team. So everything you see on social media is posted by Wendy. Shout out to Wendy. Our editing is done by Daniel Quay. Daniel is amazing. Um, we have Andrew, who does our graphics. And obviously, we have our executive producer, Tim Yastralis. Um, Shout out to Tim, who's been amazing. So basically, an amazing team. And we talk and even fight a lot, uh, which is very normal. Uh, but we let the vision and passion and commitment to Africa lead. And I think that's what makes us successful. Yeah. You know, when you're when you talking about the team, the first person that came to my mind was Wendy, just because of our WhatsApp chat. And I was like, oh, you're doing social media and you come into this group. And I mean, we, we wouldn't want to cause the messages and the arguments we can have on in one day about like an episode coming out about opinions about how things should be done. And then, of course, as you mentioned, Tim, shout out to Tim. Um, I remember the pressure. I mean, Tim, behind the scenes, like, get it, get it right. No, get it right, get it right, do this, like, continuous, like, which has been very, I think, instrumental as well to take us to a higher level. And, of course, it's still ongoing, so more to come. One thing that jumps to me is definitely platform support. Thank you very much, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Um, biggest shout-outs to Apple Podcasts that have been giving us platform support. And it has been amazing. Platform support has increased our listenership, increased the diversity of the listeners across so many countries. Uh, we're getting a lot of listeners from South Africa and really within the African continent. Our UK and US audiences shut up. We have audiences in Germany, you know, so that's very exciting, you know. I think continuum platform support, especially across every country that Apple Podcasts exists, would be amazing. And we're looking forward to that. Um, that if you are someone who's affiliated to Apple Podcasts and is listening to the Change Apple Podcast, this is our ask to you to tell you that we appreciate you. But also, if you could please get us platform support in every country, that would be amazing because 
that would really, really expand the reach of our audience. Yeah, a real entrepreneur and storyteller. <laughs> You're going for it. I mean, definitely I, <laughs> from a yeah, from an listener listener performance standpoint, it is as I said with the platform support was and is a game changer. And what is very interesting is yes, the impact on the African continent and how we now have new countries popping up where we all of a sudden have a good listener base. Um, aside of that, we also think the first 24 interview we had was also a, a highlight, um, a different type of highlight, but also gave us some val validity in a different way. And also what you realize is that different, I mean, different support, different formats, different uh, milestones reach or impact different audiences and different, uh, different people, but it all plays together. And it's all important. So I think definitely in terms of understanding how to navigate the the public landscape, I think we have made quite a, a leap forward. And then also we've we spoke about guests before, but the realization of what's the importance and which guests could drive listenership further. It's also interesting because we realize that um, guests that it's not necessarily about the number of followers. It's about the engagement or the engaged followers people have that really drives the conversation because usually it picks up from the core base and then it just sometimes it becomes like a fireworks. It moves on to the next because people are talking about and having that kind of engagement and you then start to see interestingly where new listeners are formed, where it pops up. So I think that's... Uh, from from what you said, it's very yeah. true. And again, shout out to Wendy. Our our social media took I think it took a a good turn. Our Instagram stories are always exciting to see um, with different formats and designs that uh, come up. Um, so yeah, that was also an exciting thing. I think our sound got better um, this season. It is definitely going to get better even next season. Um, we are constantly working, and you know, like we said. We, we we give ourselves a lot of headache for our performance of the podcast. If we don't do a good job, we know and we make sure that we let ourselves feel bad about it. And so we're continually trying to get better. So definitely that is going to get better. Yeah, definitely. Oh, and I mean, something else came to mind. I think that's actually a major a major thing is when you have guests. It's not just from this season, but also previous. When you have guests that you brought on and they go on and achieve even bigger things or they make predictions that kind of come true. I think one of them, which was interesting, is uh, with Benny Bonsu. I think she made a statement on the podcast and recently I saw one of her posts with the viewing figures of female football. And, I mean, one of our audiograms that we had from her episode was basically that it's, it's like it's the biggest lie that has been told is that people do not want to watch female sports. And then you see, fast forward, you see the VE figures of the, the female football and, she, yeah, the Women's World Cup, exactly, and her social media posts. And it's, like, really aligned with what she said there. It was, like, she it was already clear-cut in her mind, but it's, like, yeah, this is, this is proof. And, yeah, also guests just going on and going to new levels, pushing forward the vision that they painted before her. I think it's amazing. Yeah. 
I mean, obviously not from this season, but shout out to Kenny, who has just gotten the portfolio as the first creative director of the retail line of the football, um, of an English football club in Crystal Palace, which is the first ever portfolio to ever be created. It just didn't exist. But also, he talked about the role of people like himself in broadening the scope of what football and fashion and intercession could look like. And I think that also has come to pass. Uh, so, like I was saying, the th- the big thematic of the team of the, the big thematic of the podcast this season has been people who are trying to mastermind a way forward in their industries, and you can see that mastermind in their industry actually coming to pass. But we're going to see more of this. We're going to see more people who are in their industries becoming leaders in their industries, becoming prophets in their industries because they came on a podcast and said something that has actually come to okay. That has actually come to pass, which is like, we love that to be our platform. <laughs> you know, Alfred mentioned it in his episode. He told us that, like when he described his method of entering into new uh, new segments of his careers, how he planned it out and thought about it and then went to execute. And that this time with our episode, we are, he said that we, we are the first ones that put the mic in front of him for him to tell, to tell us what he will go and do in the future. So now we have the the reference point, as Brigitte mentioned, on the Change Africa podcast. So we are waiting for him to also go ahead and uh, make that vision a reality. We're going to conclude this review now. But before we go, let's talk about some of the exciting things that are going to happen in the next season of the podcast. And then we give some shout-outs on teasers. I think expect some big names for next season, big global names, hopefully, that, again, that's not ever the point of the Change Africa podcast, the names, but because of the growth that we've gotten to, we are getting some exciting connections that will need us to bigger names. And so expect to some big names. Expect better quality, expect um, an even more insightful conversation every single episode. Uh, but I think the big tease is some of the names that are going to come up. I think people are going to really go like, wow, this is a huge name for the podcast. Um, I'm putting this into the universe. I want Chimamanda Ngozi Adichie to come on the Chinya Africa podcast. And so somehow, if someone is listening and knows Chimamanda, we want Chimamanda on the podcast. So that would be great. Uh, yeah. Daniel, do you want to talk about Gratitude. You want to give some acknowledgement to some people so that we leave? Bridget as well, obviously. And I'm wondering, I mean, you mentioned Chimamanda. I'm wondering, Bridget, maybe, do you have a dream guest for the Change Africa podcast? Two people. I would love Mo Ibrahim on the podcast. Mo Ibrahim of Mo Ibrahim um, Foundation. That's, that's, a, that's, a, that's a great, that's a great, yes. great, great suggestion. And then I want, I would love for us to have, I would love for you to have um, Dangote. No, us, you're part of the podcast family now, definitely. Okay, I would love, I would love for us to have Dangote. I think because, I mean, I've been in a room with him, like he was in, in um, for the Mo Ibrahim Governor's Weekend 
I feel like he he has a down to earth attitude and and personality, and I feel like I know he would um, definitely have something to have a lot to share with with young people, with anybody uh, on hard work and determination and tenacity, and like really going after that big vision that you have and knowing that you can you know succeed in what you whatever you do um because again i think daniel mentioned it earlier like we are brilliant we have brilliant people on this continent and we don't like there's no there's no way there's no shine shine away from that we have brilliant people we just need to know that it's possible and yeah i would love to have dangote and more ibrahim no i think those are excellent suggestions so if you are listening to the podcast, you can get if you can get us, yeah, big names too, you know. If you can get a Dangote or Moi Rahim on a podcast, we would love to have them. We've co-signed Brigitte's suggestion, so we're definitely on that train now. Yeah, Daniel, gratitude, uh, acknowledgements. I mean, acknowledgements. I mean, definitely first and foremost to all our guests, and um, I mean, and with the guests as well, it's like. It's it's becoming that's the interesting part. It's becoming like a it's a circle of change makers that we are building around us because we had great support from them even on social media. A lot of them have been giving us shout outs. People that we interviewed uh, and that I'd never met before came to Ghana like Marie and we met them. So just shout out to all our guests and of course you mentioned the team uh, beforehand, but I mean we know exactly how much work is behind the scenes and how annoying we can be with some change requests after we have worked ages on things and then like we want to change another detail or take something to the next level and come again. So definitely as well, uh, a lot of gratitude towards our team and all our uh, listeners, of course, like Brigitte and people that have been giving feedback from early on. And I mean, just the... The community of African change makers in general. I think we have gotten some good people reaching out to us and just telling us how important it is what we do. So I think that's it from that start. But excellent. Brigitte, do you have any last words? Last words. Um I think I know that it's going to be up to us as as Africans to really create um, rebrand <laughs> in the board, you know why I, I came across the word rebrand in Africa. It's up to us Africans, all of us, to rebrand the Africa that we want to see, that we want the next generation to come and experience. And it takes each one of us. No, no effort is too small. No decision is too little. So for me, that really what I want to say. It's definitely up to us, all of us. Excellent. It's up to us to make the change we want to see in the African continent. And we as the Change Africa podcast, we're trying to do our best in that regard. So this has been the review of season four of the Change Africa podcast brought to you by myself, Isaac Aboa, our super fan, Brigitte Perry, and my co-host, Daniel Peku Merki. Exciting Season 5 coming soon. Watch out. Thank you.
Change Africa podcast is produced by Isaac Abwa and Daniel Murky. It is executive produced by Tim Yarstratus. The team music and digital production is by Daniel Quay and graphic design by Andrew Ayi. This podcast is a production of Nexa Media. Thank you.